Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to season four of the Pre-Vet Pausecast, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Avellino, and with me is my producer in strategic communication intern, Mr. Jeffrey Young. Jeffrey, today we're talking about something that I assume you hope you don't have to do, which is what? Apply again. Applying again. So this happens a lot. Um, being First thing, let's just normalize it. Being a repeat applicant is super normal. Jeffrey, do you know repeat applicants? Yeah, I know a couple actually. Yeah, and I know tons. <laughs> a lot of students come to see me after they don't get into vet school and they want to know how they can improve. And so that's what we're going to briefly chat about today some big overarching topics when it comes to being a repeat applicant, but I just really want to normalize it. It's so common. And students always ask me, what's my biggest piece of advice or what's something that they should think about? And the only advice I really ever give students is plan on applying more than one time because it's necessary to have that mindset. Last year, we had 1,779 applicants apply, 130 got in, which is about a 7% acceptance rate. So to come to the University of Florida, the vast majority are going to be repeat applicants. We've had students apply. I know students who have applied five times, which is a lot. I mean, you're in the application right now. Can you imagine doing it five times? Yeah, that could become very taxing. Super taxing. You need a lot of mental fortitude to do that. On the other hand, props to those students who really persevere and have the capacity to apply again. I mean, I just want to give a huge shout out to anyone who's listening who is a repeat applicant. Like, good for you for not giving up and understanding that this is a competitive process. I think one of the hardest things about being a repeat applicant, a lot of students, and I feel like students will be listening to this and snapping along right now, people tell you you're going to get in. People tell you, and I told you that, Jeffrey, which I probably shouldn't even do, but like people around you, your mentors, your friends, other vet students, like, don't worry about it. Like, you got it. And honestly, none of us should say that because we know how hard it is and we know that things can go wrong and we know that it just might not be the student's year, but that can be the hardest part is kind of the, I I think there's like a mix of embarrassment and shame that students feel if they don't get in and then they have to go tell people that they didn't get in and they have to tell their letters of rec folks that like, oh, do you mind writing me a letter again? And there's just like a lot of emotion mixed up in this. So I just want to normalize it and let everybody know we understand no one on the admission side is judging you if you have to apply more than one time because it's so common. And I think it's important to know that like in four years from now, you're just as much a veterinarian as all of the other people who graduated and it doesn't really have that much of an impact on what kind of doctor you're going to be because I feel like most people who have worked with veterinarians know at the very least one who didn't get in their first try. Oh, for sure. And if anything, it makes you a better doctor because you had one extra year that some folks didn't have to grow as a person or to get some things done or to travel or to get a master's degree. So honestly, I love repeat applicants. Repeat applicants are great because they, first of all, dealt with disappointment. They overcame a challenge or an obstacle. They're usually a little bit less rigid than maybe applicants who get in on their first time because they know they have to be flexible and adaptable. And they're self-aware because they know what they need to work on. A lot of students always say, you know, like, if I fail a class, does that mean that I won't get into vet school? Honestly, we've talked about this before. 
There are no specific deal breakers to not getting in. There are always opportunities. It's I never say never to a student about whether they get into vet school. Now, I might tell them that they there aren't they aren't going to get into UF if certain things are going on. So if you're out of state and you have like a 1.8 GPA, you're not going to get in right now. You're going to have to improve your GPA. You're going to have to do some different things. So your timeline is going to look a little, little bit different. But there's always opportunities to grow and change and apply to other vet schools. Students always say like, okay, well, if I'm reapplying, do I need to completely redo my essays? I would definitely change them up. I would not copy and paste. And we kind of, I think we just, I don't even think I kept it in the essay section. But you can use similar content. You just don't want to copy and paste it because if an admissions committee member says, ooh, this is a repeat applicant, let me see how they've grown since last year, you do not want to have a copy and pasted essay. Also, it's a moot point because you have grown over that year. So you're probably not going to write the same essay. You're not even going to want to copy and paste it. So don't worry about this. You will go ahead and produce something new. The one thing that you do have to consider are your letters of rec. If you were already using folks who you haven't been in contact for a while, one, I don't recommend it, but two, the more time goes on and the more times you reapply, the less relevant and salient those letters of rec will be. So if you took a course with someone your freshman year of college and then you have them as a letter of rec for vet school, it's been a while already, but then if you're a repeat applicant, you've already graduated, you probably don't want to use that person again. So that is something to consider. If you do end up being a repeat applicant, and this is something that if you're not a repeat applicant yet, you can still consider this now about what areas are your areas of opportunity or weaknesses, if you want to look at it like that. So how to know where to improve? One, you would be looking at what each program you're applying to looks for. So you'd be looking at average GPA. If you're not there, that's an area that you know you should probably improve. You could be looking at types of experience that they value. If you're not there yet, that's something you can improve. If they have minimum requirements and you're not meeting them, definitely an area to improve. So that's the first step would be to look at the colleges that you're applying to's websites, what their admitted student looks like, what kind of experience they've had, what kind of degrees they have, whether that's important to them or not, um, talking to the current veterinary students who are there, getting that advice, and then you can start deciding on those improvement areas. But I can say, some programs will provide some feedback for you, even if it's just like a generic email that gives you some basic stats on what their current applicant pool looks like or what previously admitted stats look like, that is going to be helpful. So if you can get any kind of feedback from the admissions committee or from the admissions office, you would want to apply that while keeping in mind that every year admissions can change. Every year admissions committee members can change. So your packet, I've seen this happen before. I've seen the, it happen where a student applies one year. They apply the next year, nothing changed from year to year, but they did get in the second time because the applicant pool changed. So keep that in mind. Sometimes when it comes to improvement, it just depends on whether it's your year or not. You might be absolutely fantastic and it just doesn't work out for you. Uh, and so just that's, that's just part of the admissions game. It's not a perfect process. Jeffrey, do you want to talk to students about what you're thinking about for your personal application, whether or not you might have to reapply? Yeah, so we kind of touched on it in the episode with Kyle. Um, but it's what I, I think you're the one who told me about it. Just the idea of planning for failure, mm -hmm. which when you say it, it sounds like you're expecting to not get in, which isn't necessarily what the actual thought process is. It's more so that you're prepared to not get in. 
And I think it's important to have hope that you will get in. Otherwise, you shouldn't be applying at that time. Mm. Um, But you still have to be prepared, even if you do have a great GPA and tons of experience, you should always have in the back of your mind that there's a chance that you won't get in and have a plan to improve in the future and to see what you will do if that happens. And it's also good because if you do get an interview, they're going to be asking you what your plans are if you don't get in. And if you don't have that, then that's going to look pretty sketchy to them. For sure. That's a great reason to be planning on failure uh, because the admissions committee definitely might ask, what will you do if you don't get in? And then you want to have an answer ready to go for them that makes sense with your application. So if at the time you apply, you only have, let's say, 200 hours of veterinary experience and they ask you, what are you going to do if you don't get in? You can say, I recognize that veterinary experience is an opportunity for me to keep growing. I plan on getting a job as a veterinary technician. That sounds like a super mature response. Just like Jeffrey said, prepare, be realistic, be honest with yourself. Again, 7% got into vet school last year for UF, like such a small number. Okay, so when it comes to where do I see students needing the most improvement, I'm just going to take it step by step. So let's start with GPA. That's super easy. Um, Either you've got the GPA or you don't. And if y'all will remember, we look at science, last 45 and overall. How we look at those could change from year to year. But in general, if you do not have a competitive GPA, you're not going to get reviewed the way that we're currently doing it. What is a competitive GPA? Changes every year based on the applicant pool and the number of applicants that we receive. Now, when it comes to the transcript, the way students can improve. So if you take a bunch of courses just to raise your GPA, that will get your foot in the door. But then when they look at the transcript, they're not going to be super impressed. So transcript-wise, students who don't take, you know, 12 credits a semester or 15 credits a semester, that's a red flag, unless you use the explanation statement to explain why. Students who only took really basic science courses or non-science courses, you know, taking courses that show that you can handle the veterinary curriculum, that's going to help you improve in the future. So maybe getting, so like, for example, if you don't get into vet school and then you go and get a master's in fine arts, that's not going to be super helpful for you to show them that you can handle a veterinary school curriculum. So just make those decisions wisely. Students always ask, should they go retake courses or should they take new upper level science courses? You might want to approach a combination of doing that. Okay, now letters of rec. Honestly, I think that the best way to improve letters of rec these days, a lot of applicants are not getting the very well checkbox. They're getting the moderately well checkbox on letters of rec. So you just need to keep working with your recommenders, meeting with them via Zoom, taking them out for coffee, emailing them updates about your life. They need to get to know you better. That's a big one. Honestly, for essays, you know it. The admissions committee knows it when they see it that a student does not understand the profession. So you just wanna make sure that those essays are getting read by veterinarians who are tuned in to the current landscape of veterinary medicine and can weigh in on, yes, you are understanding the profession or ooh, we still have some opportunity for improvement. For the experience section, the way to improve, honestly, is usually just more experience. Paid experience is always gonna be helpful and then the variety. So if you don't have any equine experience, going getting that experience might be helpful. But if you already have all of that, and you've worked at a clinic for five years, maybe it's time to go try a new clinic to get some variety there. Sometimes students are worried that they apply when they're the most competitive, so they have their best material, their best letters of rec, their best essays. 
their best grades because they haven't finished all their courses. And then the next cycle, they're less competitive. I empathize with you. That happens. You might have to take an extra year off to improve those areas. You are still that person who had that best application. You just might need to make some adjustments specifically with the GPAs. That's really the biggest issue. Or I guess for some students, when COVID hit, they had a ton of experience. And then they had a year where they didn't get any experience. So you might need to take some more time to vamp that back up. But again, I really do think our admissions committee is sensitive to these kinds of issues. So it's on you to be an advocate for yourself and use the explanation statement wisely. Jeffrey, what wisdom or words of advice or encouragement would you have for a student and potentially your future self about if, if a student has to reapply? Uh, really, I think the biggest thing is don't give up uh, because they can see that you are reapplying and they want to see your improvements. And so as long as you're still working forward, you're just going to make yourself look better. 100% agree. I want to end this episode with a message from our repeat applicants. We have a video on our YouTube page that we made a few years ago with some students who were repeat applicants and then were in vet school. So we're going to leave you with that. We hope it's encouraging. Good luck to everyone. If you're a repeat applicant, we're proud of you for going through it. If you're a new applicant, we hope that you are going to get in the cycle. And if you don't, it is okay. It is super normal, super common. I'm Alex Avellino. And I'm Jeffrey Young. And we'll talk to you soon. There are plenty of us here that have applied more than once to get in. I applied three times. I've applied three times. Three times. Three times. My fourth time applying. One word to describe how I felt when I didn't get in would be heartbroken. <laughs> Defeated. Disappointed. Defeated. Devastated. Crushed. Expected. Sad. Crushed. Angry. Terrible. Disappointed. The first cycle I applied and I didn't get offered even an interview, that was definitely disappointing. Um, the second time I applied and I got offered an interview but did not get in, that was motivational. So it motivated me to keep trying because I was obviously improving. What changed for me between the first time I applied and the third was I worked a lot more. So I worked in a clinic for full time for two years and that really made me more humble. I did learn a lot during my gap year. Um, I got some really good experience. I certainly realized what I was missing beforehand. Improved my GPA with my master's degree as well as learned a different facet of veterinary medicine through that. I went and I reviewed my packet after I didn't get in my first time. I got my master's in medical science. I actually ended up taking two years off which was really beneficial because I think it helped me get a lot of life experience. It was the best year of my life. Um, I worked at a clinic and got amazing experience that I thought I had before, but realized that I really didn't have like the best experience possible. Um, I gained some mentors and I ended up making a little bit of money too. The first time I think I tried too hard, and the second time I was more myself, um, which made the application harder to fill out, but <laughs> made it truer to myself. After getting rejected the first time, I got my master's in animal sciences. And after getting rejected the second time, I got a year's worth of experience. So for me, I think that it was honestly a blessing in disguise because now I have all these things that not only made me a better applicant and will make me a better vet, but these experiences that just make me a happier person. Everything definitely really does work out. Um, for example, if I had gotten in my first try to veterinary school, I never would have married my husband. I built a family. I have two beautiful girls right before I started. So I get to have the perfect family and my dreams come true. The class that I'm in now, I feel like is exactly where I was supposed to be. I would say don't give up. 
I know it is expensive and it's very taxing emotionally. It's okay to fail and feel like a failure, but it's also something that makes you a lot stronger. Take a break from your education and really focus on your learning and come back better for that. It's, this doesn't mean anything about you, it just means you're gonna apply again. Through all the tears, all the pain, yes, yes, it's worth it. Go all in, That this, if this is what you wanna do, put everything to that. I almost gave up and I'm glad I did it because I'm here now. Even when you're older, you can try again. Enjoy the time that you have and, and see it as a gift rather than a punishment. Just because you didn't get in doesn't mean you can't do it. I think that's the biggest thing I struggled with was what if I'm not good enough? What if I never get in? Not getting in was the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm so thankful that I was able to build relationships with people I worked with. Uh, the two people who are giving me my white coat I met because I didn't get in. Nobody asks you how many times did it take you to get here because what matters is that you're here. Keep being awesome, keep diversifying yourself, and as always, go Gators.